0: Wakey wakey, Iggy Biggie. Tis the Smod Coast Morning Show, blasting awesome sauce all over your interwebs.
1: Oh, good morning, everybody. Welcome to the Smodcast Morning Show, West Coast Tuesday Edition. It's good morning. morning. It's uh, threesome today yeah. with uh, Ooh. yes, with James Franco so Jr., manning yes. the boards, boarding the man. Or Bill Amigos. Yes, Bill Watterson. Is uh, I'm I'm,
0: I'm three.
1: You're no, you are number one in my book. Yes. No es la verdad. Yo soy número tres.
0: I don't think that's what that finger means. Oh,
1: <laughs> sorry. I, I, hey, I, there's I, our camera. Yes. Uh, yes. By the way, I'm sorry, we're having some technical difficulties on the uh, on the the live streaming part, but we are but I'm streaming. I'm not on sorry that, that we're super TV.
2: echoey and reverby. Oh yeah, I love oh. it. That is it gives the show I, a sense of gratitude how I like it.
1: By the way, good morning to everybody listening live. That includes PDG, & Base, Lou, and, uh, Yako, Luke. and Tyson, <laughs> and Darren, and everybody else in the room. I can't see, cause the stream They're in thing. Well, I can see, but I don't, I don't really yeah. care. <laughs> How's that? This past weekend, uh, there was, there were protests in, uh, you know, Oh, in who's D.C. pissed off now? Well, everybody's pissed off, and and with uh, with good reason. I, I, I sp- am a protest. You are, you are a living protest. <laughs> there was a big protest <laughs> in Bill's pants this weekend. <laughs> I'm not coming out. <laughs> um, no, there was a uh, the Washington Veterans Memorials. They had uh, yeah. these protests there. With a lot of Tea Party people. Any place that Sarah Palin shows up at, it, yeah. you, you got to just wonder. Like, all right. That's, that's a suspect. By the way, if you want to get yeah. some nice skin action, you can go on the stream camera and see Bill just stripping down to his... Uh... Easy. I just got a little warm. Do we have to no, make no, a thing exactly. out of it? Uh, you're just more just than a little warm, comfortable. Take it easy. <laughs> it's, <laughs> it's a threesome. You got to know the rules. Ground rules are... <laughs> okay. um, what's the what's safe the word? word? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> pumpkin pie! Pumpkin pie! Fuck Cleveland. <laughs> Aww. Yeah. Aww. I thought
2: i thought lebron was your hero oh, oh god i have a lebron story i'm not yep. allowed to tell because of an nda oh, yeah. <laughs> but i i do believe that lebron is your hero and i don't think you can deny that um there was a time when that was the case oh when i used to drive around los angeles and there were sprite billboards and he had his cleveland jersey on and i thought driving around los angeles looking at giant billboards with cleveland spread across them that feels good Oh,
1: anyhow, back to D.C. Fuck there Miami. Is, there was like an ex-Marine who had like a Marine Corps flag in one hand and was waving that and on the other hand was waving a Confederate flag. Wow. And, and, you know, other people w- holding up signs saying, is that, say
2: that dis- in Congress? It is, because is the Marines. Is Congress a word? I don't uh, think it is. Uh, it's, uh, no. I think in Congress is a word. Yeah. And dis uh, in Congress is like, no. All, all good. Dis- all good. Disjointed,
1: <laughs> uh, dissonant, I think. Mm, yeah. Uh, because the Marines fought against the Confederacy in the Civil War.
2: Marines back then? Oh, yeah. I didn't realize it was, a, it was a, uh, a tradition that stretched so far back in our history.
1: Well, either way, it's uh, maybe
2: someone can source me
1: on that. You can follow along on the Tumblr, which is uh smornings uh, no, Tuesday morning um, at uh, tumblr.com, whatever, something like that. At tumblr.com. <laughs> I don't know how that works. This is We a, don't even know
2: where we the are. The
1: technologies for the kids for for Tyson and Darren to <laughs> to
2: Darren Husted from England. Yes, from Wolf Amsterdam, England. From Wolf Ham- Wolf Ham- Wolf, 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 is it not Wolfhamsterdam, <laughs> It
1: can't be. No, that's what I call it. It's that's. It's called Wolverhampton, isn't it? Uh, it's Wolfhamsterdam actually emily said that the
2: first she she uh, coined that one. emily
1: i have to oh by the way emily is at an audition today and the enigmatic nice. steve is actually just he's in his car outside in front of the building but he just <laughs> refuses to come in
2: he's listening and waiting for us to say something that, that that'll inspire him to right right he's just he's doors. not
1: feeling it today um <laughs> it's It's crazy to me the what people are saying, so Ted Cruz is saying like the president is spending because the for those who don't know the, there's a government shutdown, everybody knows this, so at these um, memorials and uh, they have set up barricades because they the government has shut down for these extra services, so there's nobody working at these places, so they had to put up barricades so people don't go in and Ted Cruz uh, the senator from Texas, has the audacity to say, our president is spending money on barricades to prevent you from going into these (laughs)
2: these memorials. All right. Let's stop looking for a reason to hate each other. Uh,
1: I know. There are plenty
2: of actual, real, concrete reasons. Yes.
1: And the big thing is the debt limit right now. And for those who, you know, in the abstract, it does sound crazy. We're spending money that, you know, we're going further into debt, but we're producing this money. So it's different from us being uh, owing our, our credit card. It would be like if we had a big gold mine and we're just digging the gold mine, digging more money out of the gold mine,
2: and then we're selling it to the Chinese. Um, or if we, uh, you know, went panning for e-coins, or what for, is it? Uh, Bitcoins. Bitcoins, yeah. Uh, don't talk about what you
1: don't know. <laughs> well, <laughs> shut, then I should go home. Yeah. Shut the fuck up. That, don't you know the <laughs> rules of this morning show, Tuesday edition? Talk out your ass. Oh, I'm sorry. You were doing that. <laughs> exactly yeah. what I was Continue. doing. <laughs> e-coins. Uh, so- uh, anyhow, the, the debt limit, people are are, are saying that the uh, the president don't, doesn't know what he's doing, doing this, and that we have to cut spending, uh, lower taxes, all this stuff. Meanwhile, Reagan, you know, he raised, <laughs> guess how many times he raised the debt limit while he was president? Twelve. Eighteen times. Eighteen, Eighteen times. Eighteen times. It's happened, yeah. you know, it's happened, what, 60-something times? And this is, this yeah. is
2: frankly what drives me crazy about politics. If it's your party doing it. It's okay, and it's a kind. I mean, this is not. I'm not pointing fingers at right or left. I'm pointing no, no, fingers no, I at mean, political parties. If your party does it, it's just an overdue and heroic. And when the other party does it, it's an actually, example of how foolish and but misguided that's they not, are.
1: Not always the case. So uh, Ronald Reagan was he expanded G- yeah he expanded Medicare, and I think that the Democrats were fine with that. He had the biggest tax hike in in uh, history for for any president. So and uh, apparently the democrats were okay with that so i mean the, the politics are politics and I, could, I think that back then there was some a lot more respect that was given to the president That's because terrifying. he was white um ooh
2: i thought you no. just meant the office of the presidency oh and, and the office i of would the say presidency. i would say sorry liberals but i would say bill clinton did a lot to uh chip and as did george w bush but i think as as does the fact that our society is full of sh- assholes um who have no uh sense of class but um says the guy saying asshole on the radio but um i think uh clinton did a lot to uh contribute to the disrespect for the presidency by by turning it into a a culture of celebrity by cheating on his wife by lying bold-faced into cameras Uh, yeah Uh, i think he did a lot i think he did a lot to damage the respect given to the office of the president i I, I also mean, think George W. Bush did by being it, an idiot. Yeah, but. I think it hurt himself more than anything. But I think one other thing is that
1: because of the cable news expansion, you know, the explosion mm-hmm. and uh, social media, like everybody seems to have an opinion and and seems. Yeah, to, what's up with that? Well, <laughs> uh, but they're they're able to express it and organize more efficiently than back in the day when all these uh, polit- political deals happened in back rooms and stuff like that. Right. So there's and a, it
2: was a small minority that actually got. A uh, platform,
1: right? And now, a everyone small, has a platform. Now, every small minority gets a platform. Right. So that's why the Tea Party has such wield such power. But it also points at uh, like these Tea Party people are idiots, and <laughs> I have no problem saying that because the things that they are saying are absolutely false. They're saying things like, uh, you know, maybe we should default on the raising the debt ceiling and and not paying our creditors, which is ridiculous because I mean th- this is. The Congress is saying we as balking at the spending blaming the president meanwhile they're the ones who passed the budget you know mm-hmm. so it's really on them as much as it is the president so there's that and that just doesn't make any sense it's, every economist on the planet says that that will send if we default on our uh on our uh our bills that we that will send the the world economy into a downward spiral that is but it'll be obama's fault uh, I think that's what they're, and they're, the they'll be proven right. They'll be like, oh, this is a necessary, uh, evil to get, you know, that, to get through. This is their way of, of having a revolution.
2: And no, 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 no. What this is, is a self fulfilling prophecy.
1: But then they also are saying, spreading falsehoods and lies about Obamacare or the Affordable Care Act. And, mm-hmm. and it points, there's no critical thinking behind that. And it points to, to, Knee was, jerk. uh, well, there was a study done recently that, uh, Done by the Organization for Economic Co- Cooperation and Development.
2: Oh, look at Marty just actually having a, a, yeah. a root.
1: So they uh, they Not studied. Just, there
2: was a study. Uh, there was the results of some study. No, no, no. He's got <laughs> yeah. he's, credit, he's got the source.
1: They studied uh, adults from um, 2011 to 2012. If, That's us in over 23 in 23 countries. Basically, uh, testing them for literacy, uh, math skills, problem solving skills, and needless to say. <laughs> the Americans were just, were fair to middling. They were. We didn't chart so well. We did not chart very well. At the top, uh, was Japan. They were ranked first in, on all three fields. Uh, Finland, second. A uh, shout out to, to, uh, uh, our Finnish listeners. Uh. Oh, plural, right. huh? Not Yako, is it? Uh, no, Yaco's.
0: Uh, uh, he's in. Um, there are
1: He's in ne- the Netherlands. Yaco's
0: going to get tired of me just lumping him into those. <laughs> Any uh, no, non-English European the country the Netherlands comes up,
1: <laughs> came in third.
0: Ah, oh, okay.
1: Yeah. So those Scandinavian <laughs> countries, which, by the way, have huge, huge social programs for education, healthcare, and uh, and you know, social welfare. Yeah, it's, but who produces the best rock and roll? Uh, Sweden. Yeah.
2: Not true.
1: <laughs>
3: oh,
1: that's that's Norway. Um,
2: yeah, I also don't think that's sweet, yeah. but that's pop. But Norway was yeah. It was is, ABBA, Abba is Swedish. ABBA? Aren't they? Yeah. yeah. Also yeah. not rock
1: and roll. Yeah. Okay, uh, the soundtrack of our lives. That's a Swedish band that was around for eight minutes. Oh, they're still around. That guy was <laughs> around forever, wearing his robes and whatnot. I'll give him death
2: metal, but I'm not giving him rock and roll.
1: So, the, and I, I've I've harped on this before, but education, I think, is something that the you know the Tea Party's happy.
2: Uh, having us limited in education and critical thinking. Well, people who aren't aren't educated are more likely to fall in line. Right, they're more, they're likely, more likely, likely to follow. Like, they're more they're likely to be reactionary. They're more like you can you can build an army with uneducated people. Right, exactly,
1: and that's what you know. Uh,
2: uh, Damn, I contributed to the political discussion. Yes, <laughs> it is a new day dawning. Yeah. Like <laughs> brothers
1: and sisters, then people the don't week. question it's people right. like Rush Limbaugh. <laughs> Um, what's the other guy who. you finally got through to me. Rush Limbaugh and, uh, uh, the other uh, guy who used to be on Fox. Um, Pierce?
0: No, not Pierce Morgan. Yeah. No.
1: The, um, but you know, he wants to. What's his name? Come on. I don't
2: watch Fox right, News. Right
1: wing pundit. Um, uh, he has got the buzz cut. Oh my god, people are yelling
2: at their fucking yeah, they are. computers right now.
1: Uh, everybody knows who I'm talking about. Um,
2: I don't. Yes, you do. For those do. listeners who don't know who he's, he's talking about, face, don't feel left out. I don't either. Name. Uh, Marty looks up Marty Google searched right-wing political blowhards (laughs) no I
1: didn't I said right-wing pundit Um, but uh, he has this plan to create a whole community where you know everybody every, they're totally self-sufficient totally shut off and so he can, can control the stream of information that comes in there
2: exactly it's a cult it's cultish yeah. and then, that's how that's how cults are formed you so control they, the stream of information you they're there you make people think they're educated because they think they're getting the true story but they're they're, they're being held from they're, they're denied access to um the ability to make up their own mind right and the ability to uh to um, formulate opinions based on multiple information sources,
1: which is why people like um, the, you know, the right wing, um, they want to get rid of the department of education because that's a federal mandate. You know, they want to have their, the small control, state control over uh, education. They want to, you know, be able to promote, um, you know, uh, creationism, and uh, religious, um, you know, doctrine in public schools. Uh, and that's not universal, but that is for a certain part of the right wing that is on their agenda so that they can
2: help control, control minds. Yeah. Any movement, any, any group, any leader that stands for less information, um, is one I, I just can't, I can't respect. Um, I, you want to teach creationism in school? That's great. Teach that as one theory, teach evolution as another, let people make up their own minds. But you can't say you can only teach one and the other one doesn't exist or, or is invalid or well, but the, has no place.
1: They'll say that about well then you should teach
2: intelligent design. You know Teach it as an option. No, you can't just say that there are people who think this. There are people no, who, when you, I studied no, 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 history, no, no, no. we studied the right, Egyptian religions and they thought
1: about, they they believed in Ra and but this Anubis. Is a, but this is science. An intelligent design. Well, then have a class that isn't science.
2: Well, have a class that they is want it world in, theory. They want it taught in science class. Well, I'm I'm proposing uh, a solution. Yeah, and yeah. I suggest America well, listens. Just, have a <laughs> have a new class. You got your English class. You got your social studies class. You got your science class, and then you got world theory. Thank and you discuss you PDG. the options that are you discuss the options that are out there. What people what different people think, and you give people the option to explore further if they choose to do so.
1: Uh, yeah, just don't do it in the science class. Science should be pure It's science. world theory. What did I just say? Yeah, just but they're said, not going to teach world, world theory, theory in, uh, in high school. That's not I, But be. I'm suggesting they do. No, I don't, I don't think they should. They you should, just don't like solutions. No, I think they should just keep it out. That's my solution. PDG, uh, reminded me, Glenn Beck, that fucker, that fucker. Yeah, not
2: know. you, PDG. Uh, all, big shout out to whatever, Northeast Canada. I think high school kids are perfectly capable of handling a world philosophy class. Um, that discusses all the different all the different options, <clears throat> not all of them, but <laughs> many of the different, one. many of the different options. Yeah. Oh. Uh, I think that would help engage people in these kinds of discussions and not have to, it be so monolithic and black and white. That also has to be taught
1: with critical thinking, and that is something that you can't test for very well. You know, critical thinking is is something is a skill that doesn't uh, doesn't really work
2: in multiple choice. Well, I, I think situations. world philosophy is a class. I'm going to go teach world philosophy. I think it's a class that also would what feed. That crazy man on the corner <laughs> in the park. It would feed critical <laughs> thinking. Oh, that's
1: just old Bill. I'd wear a different costume.
2: That's for crusty each philosophy. Bill. He thinks he, there's a class in front of <laughs> Like when I'm the creationist <laughs> guy, everyone... I, would, I would show up in a robe. Oh, when I, when I would teach the evolution part, I would show up in glasses and a lab coat with a pocket protector. Yeah. It's just an opportunity to play characters. No, but seriously, a class like that would, would be a breeding ground for critical thinking. Yeah, I mean. Uh, but if you take that away and you don't, if you don't show people what's out there and you don't allow, open the opportunity for people to discuss what's out there, you're taking away their opportunity to be critical thinkers.
1: Michael in Germany, he had school in East Germany and he said that they didn't, they also didn't teach the whole truth. Morgan, um, and that is, that is terrifying that is well uh, i'm glad that you're not living in east germany anymore yeah right (laughs) or or under an east german regime uh so yeah i think that boy but the the people on the right would say that that's exactly what obama wants by teaching things like climate science and you know evolution (laughs) it's somehow brainwashing
2: no um but you don't i mean i i I believe in climate change, and I and I and I believe in evolution. But because you believe in it, it feels like the truth that needs to be out there. There are people who don't believe in it, just as much as you don't believe in intelligent design and creation. No, no, no. no. Because my belief is based on data. And, yes,
1: but it's still a belief. And, uh, well, okay, but that's like saying that you know, a belief that an orange fell off the tree. Well, it's there on the ground. I saw watched it fall. Of course, that's that's a belief. I'm believing that I.
2: I think it's more you're seeing an orange on the ground. It's sitting on the ground under an orange tree, and you're doing you're doing some research and concluding that the orange is on the ground because it fell from the tree. And I would say, yeah, you're right, but it's still just a belief.
1: No, my belief in evolution is and climate science uh, or, or climate change is based on a belief in the scientific method. So if you believe in but the it's scientific still a belief. Okay, that's fine. But the scientific method is something that has led to scientific discovery, medical discovery is saving lives. Uh, intelligent design is based on faith, and that's mm-hmm. a totally different thing. So you can say yeah, uh, the um there's a belief in uh in the, the scientific method, but that is that is um there's empiricism behind it. There are numbers behind it that are where you're talking about that's when you're talking about you know is the light on or off if the light is on it's on and that's a you can believe it's not even though it is like you can you know, flat earth people like do you respect their beliefs that they believe that the- I don't
2: respect anybody Oh, jesus
1: not even yourself so tell <laughs> us what happened you had some recent uh snafus with with uh, car problems oh <laughs>
2: I just, just not that interesting. I went to the beach. Uh, I've been going to the beach a lot. I find it very uh, therapeutic. Th- therapeutic, yeah. Getting out in the ocean, you get a great yes. sense of perspective. Your body gets that shock from the cold water. Mm-hmm. You tumbled around by the waves. You realize how powerless you are, and you stop trying to be in the driver's seat <laughs> all the time. Yeah. Um, uh, and the last two times I've been to the beach, I paid for it. I got I got rear-ended, oh, and yeah. the guy pulled over. You know, he's like, "It's my fault. My brakes didn't engage." Uh, here's my insurance information. Uh, all the usual stuff, and uh, it's taken ten days for the insurance company to get back to me only to tell me that he actually wasn't covered when it happened. So now I've been wow. I got this brand new car driving around with a janky bumper, uh, and, and now I got to go back to the drawing board with uh, my own insurance company to see if see if I'm covered. And I just. I don't want to have to pay for somebody else's fuck up. That that's that's my philosophy. Yeah, I'm tired of cleaning up other people's messes. It's exhausting. Um, and then I went yesterday for a dip, and it. I mean, this is mid October. It's cold. Uh, and I got nailed by a stingray. Oh, and um, what is that like? Um, it's What's like Steve Irwin. Feel it feels like it feels a lot like a bee sting. If the bee is the size of your head and the stinger is as thick as you know, it's like an inch and a half thick. And oh. where did it sting you? Bottom of my foot. I stepped on it. Oh. Um and it bleeds a lot. It bled a lot more than I thought it would. Like it's sliced in two places. And uh I'll be honest, that first hour or two, I was I was shocked at how much it hurt. I was I mean I was I didn't tear up. I wasn't like buckled over, but it's such a dull constant roar. It's okay to cry. And I, I cry about plenty of other things, but I didn't cry over the the, the stingray. But, um, <laughs> but it really, really hurts. Like you can't overstate it. It it is, it's that that dull roar, and it's your foot. So I was, you know, I was driving and walking and like, you know, on it all day. Did you fuck up the uh, stingray? For, you know. Oh yeah, it's hanging on my wall. I took it to town. <laughs> smacked it around. Good, good. It deserves it. It hurts though, man. Still. Uh, I can feel it now. But now it's now it feels like a bee sting that just happened. And uh, did you stay in the water? I did for a little bit. I was like, "Fuck you!" And it was it was bleeding. Just challenging sharks to just, <laughs> <Right. and> just <laughs> who's next? You. I'm leaving a, a trail of blood for uh, to to cause a feeding frenzy. Um, it was sliced open far enough that I thought sa- salt water might be good for it. I don't know. I don't remember. Is that does salt water? cauterized wounds? neuron I think. It's no. urine. I think you, yeah, you have to be, get pissed yeah. on. Oh, got it. No, that's <laughs> jellyfish sting. Well,
0: that was later that night.
2: <laughs> right. right. <laughs> it had nothing it to do the with the beach. that. Was that the then, other uh, Menage of yeah. uh, <laughs> Pumpkin pie, pumpkin pie. <laughs> there were. If you go to the beach in the middle of a weekday, there are young, beautiful girls in bikinis everywhere, and not one of them asked me what happened. That's kind of disappointing like, Say that if again? again. If you go to the beach in the middle of a weekday, yeah, there are. Young, beautiful women in bikinis reading books, hanging out. Couple, some, some of them hanging out together. some lot of them hanging out on their own. And I was, like, limping down the beach with a bloody foot. Not one of them asked, what Why happened? are you crying? I wasn't fucking crying. I no <laughs> problem admitting when I cry. I cry a lot, everybody. Very frequently. Almost daily. I would did not cry when I got a seat. seat. <laughs> it right. was a pussy. I'm sure You're sensitive. Uh, I just wanted one of the girls to ask if I was all right. But apparently no one gives a fuck. It's L.A. Um,
1: So we got some tweets in. Lived uh, up
2: to the lifeguard to ask for help, and it was a fucking male lifeguard. It's like, come on!
1: In Germany, if you don't help have me out, universe. If you, if you don't have insurance, <laughs> your your car license gets revoked. Um, I mean, here you, you legally have to have license. Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah, that's why I
2: don't understand why the insurance company is like, good luck. It's like, but it's your. Yeah. Wh- how is? Can I sue this guy? Like, what what happens next?
1: Uh, I, well, I think you you have uninsured. You can have an uninsured motorist policy. Do you have that in your I mean, phone? Yeah. I don't know. Full coverage. So I don't I don't right. know. Well I mean, I we won't get into the, the details yeah, yeah. of that. Right. Um, I haven't looked we'll the have, details have an expert on next week. And, we, and next week is gonna be <laughs> all auto insurance Ooh. for two hours. So we'll, we'll get into it next week. <laughs> we'll
2: we'll have Stephanie Courtney as our special guest.
1: Oh yeah. We'll have Stephanie Courtney the progressive girl.
2: Woman, woman, she flow. Um, she
0: was with uh Groundlings, yeah, or, yeah, she's Groundlings. She's Groundlings. Yeah, yeah.
2: Yeah. I went to see a Groundlings show maybe eight years ago, and the female cast all before they'd blown up: Melissa McCarthy, Stephanie Courtney, and wow. Kristen Wiig. Now,
1: yeah, but Annie Mumolo was in that too. I
2: don't know who that is. Yeah, she, she was made she, an impression. She co-wrote uh,
0: *Bridesmaids*. She's oh. very, very funny. I just watched uh, *The was, Heat*. Oh yeah. The other day. What'd you think? I, I thought it was hilarious. I mean, I haven't seen I, it. I, it was, you know, obviously a uh, buddy cop gag. Type movie, especially with her, uh, a lot of naughty words, but I-, I thought it was, I thought it was great. I laughed. I uh, laughed. I cried. I shit.
1: <laughs> uh, yeah, it's funny. I mean, they're both very
0: funny actors. Yeah, yeah, actually.
1: So, uh, Sandy?
0: Sandy? Yeah, Sandy. Yeah. Sandy? Uh, <laughs> 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 she showed her child. That's my one. Uh, it's either that or, uh, Mr. Hey, Carter, Mr. Cotter. Yeah, <laughs> Massage my butt cheeks, Mr. Carter. Um, I thought, I don't I know, thought maybe she, there's like two of us. Yeah, <laughs> I thought she had some. Uh, she had her uh, comedy chops up. Right? Oh yeah, I thought she did yeah, all that's, right. how,
1: that's how she, you know, broke that's how she business. rolls. Oh yeah, yo yo, yo yo yo. yo. Uh, <laughs> our Canadian listeners, we got puck and base, and Chris Brown saying that social science and philosophy and world religions are taught in Canada. Ah, oh, of course, uh, everything's. Uh, we have social in science down here, but philosophy wasn't. I mean, maybe they do it now, but it wasn't a choice when, when I was in high school. Yeah. Was it
0: for you? Well, uh, uh, social science. Yes. Yeah. But not like philosophy. No, well, no. Well, that's, that's why there are so many believers. <laughs> Canada teaches that shit. <laughs>
1: yeah. Um, so I, did you see gravity yet? I did not.
0: No, I have not yet.
1: I finally got around to seeing it. I, no, uh, I, I really enjoyed it. Yeah. it. It's hard because there's so much hype around it, you know? Um, yeah. but, uh, it lived up to it It is it is impeccably directed and uh and i'm happy that a movie that you know didn't follow didn't come out of a comic book or wasn't a sequel made a (laughs) lot of money and uh,
0: based on a board game (laughs)
1: right yeah i mean i i would uh, i would suggest to see it uh, in
0: 3D. Yeah, go yeah. for the full visual. Yeah, yeah
2: I went 3D IMAX. You, yeah, and I'm did not you a 3D his, IMAX fan. Did you take
0: his advice and go 3D IMAX? Or? Yeah, I did 3D IMAX. Oh, nice. But it
2: wasn't like the.
1: The Brahman's? No, it was some in where, where my people go, you know. Asians <laughs> or people yeah. from Eagle Rock?
2: Cool people.
1: No, um, uh, huh,
2: that wasn't one of the things. I was that wasn't yeah. one of the options I had. It was I? in an Asian theater uh, in Santa Anita. And Grauman's Chinese Theater isn't an Asian theater. Nope. <laughs> I don't think there. Are I any, don't understand the way the world works. I don't think there are any Chinese people who have handprints in in front of that
1: theater. <laughs> they do. They're right. just really
2: small. You can't see them.
3: Fuck you.
1: Oh. <laughs> <Aww. laughs> Fuck you both. <laughs> Uh, but it, right. it was really there. It is great. One one thing that's great, and this is not giving anything away, is that it, it's told in a way where they don't explain things fully. You know, there's a lot of like NASA terminology that they don't bother. Oh. Like, where she's like, "What does that mean?" You know?
0: Yeah. And, <laughs> so, what you're saying is right, right.
1: And just <laughs> and there's, it's very uh, contained, and and the audience. You, know, you have to pay attention to sort of uh, as things sort of unfold, and yeah. um, and it's great because it doesn't treat you like a, a an idiot, <laughs> like you yeah. know. Right? And um, there was a an interview with Alfonso Coron where he he talks about like the development process, and having worked in development for five years, like I know this is why bad movies get made. You know, with good talent involved and a good story, because they are development people who just who have who want things explained keep dumbing it down yeah and also because they don't yeah and there's not a lot of trust in like in the the storytelling process, or in the director, and and this gets into or also, the
2: audience, and or the audience, or yeah, the
0: a bunch of retards. Let's just right, right, right. <laughs>
2: they're not gonna- they, they will actually say that if you ever pitch at MTV. Yeah, they right. Like our viewership are dumb. They're young and dumb, so they're not they're they're not going to know who Buddy Holly is, or they're not they're dumb. They're not going to know what this. And you're like, right, right. Oh. They're getting dumber because of how little faith you yeah, have in. Yeah, well, not giving them also- the information.
1: These are people who, they don't necessarily want to make things I'm dumb. They to
2: world philosophy television show on MTV. Uh, well, dumb it down. <laughs> save the world. Yeah,
1: use a globe. Um, they, <laughs> they, uh, they don't want to. They need to to justify their jobs. And if things aren't clear, that's on the development executives. So, you know, they wanted to have, like, flashbacks. Um, you know, uh, spoiler alert, fine. If you haven't seen it, I'm going to mention nothing about the plot, but just about the, the storytelling style. Um, they wanted flashbacks.
2: Like to her on Earth before she went on the mission right, or something?
1: Right, right. Ugh,
2: how pedantic.
1: Yeah, and they, they wanted um, there to be a romantic... Uh, link between her and, and, uh, the Clooney? guy. No, no, the guy on the, the mission control. Uh, oh, Ed Harris? Ed Harris, yeah. That
2: would have been dumb. Yeah. Yeah, but the, but see, <laughs> it would have been an
1: utter it, waste of screen time. It raises the stakes. See, and that's the other thing. It is, lowers them. Uh, no, not no, according. It lowers to, them not by a, simplifying. Not everything. according to development people. Development people oh. want to have emotional. Well, no, I mean this is this is what happens in movies. You, like you're trying to make an emotional connection with the audience. Yeah, but the, if you make it too much of the, a trope, I'm. I'm ex- <laughs> if the audience, <laughs> you know, th- thinks that there's a romance, then all of a sudden they're like. She has more reason to
2: go back yeah, to Earth. They're more invested in the. They're the fact in that she didn't, it didn't it. have more reason is what made her efforts so much more meaningful. Which and is why, if you set up these common tropes from other films, then you're like, all right, I'm watching a movie and it's, it's a movie. It, yeah, and it's fitting the same of course, outline of uh, every other movie I've is, ever seen. Is, and you check that's out. That's
1: the whole point. That's why the movie is successful. And that's why people like it. That's Here's
2: my, my question. How did he overcome that development?
1: Well, because nonsense? he's Alfon- Alfonso coron
2: who he's- made Children of Men, who not that many people have seen. Uh, it's a
1: fantastic movie. That's medium. not what right. I'm saying. No, uh, well, he he has the the confidence and the balls to to make it's. It goes back to Auteur theory of like you know he's the
2: the creator of this this thing from soup to nuts. I get it on paper, and I love the expression "soup to nuts," but. How did he get the money? How did he? How did he overcome? Well,
1: uh, that, that's a negotiation that you have to do as a as a director, and that's that's one of the challenges of uh, as a director is of establishing your authority and knowing when to stand down, and like and I'm sure that there was resistance, but ultimately he has a track record. You know, he's well. I mean, he has the you know he did the Harry Potter thing. You know, oh this, right, I keep forgetting he didn't do the movies, one Harry Potter uh, flick. Yeah, and there's people. It's arguably one of the the best rated one, or you know yeah. best reviewed ones or, or well received ones. Right. And
2: I, I had forgotten he did have that kind yeah. of blockbuster success. I was uh, thinking just Children of Men.
1: No, no, Um and you know A Little Princess, which made money, and so he he has know. the he has the the reputation some clout, some sack, yeah. Right. So so, and I think there's you know I've worked with directors who have had that that bravado but have been unable to deliver. Ooh. And no. luckily, he,
2: he has not been get to, that second chance. <laughs> uh,
1: well, yeah, unless you're a really good salesman. And I think that's one part of being a director is being a salesman, going up to going, convincing these people with purse strings, like to loosen them uh, oh. with your confidence and
2: with your creative vision. And or, probably also, you know, giving them the time of day. Uh, I, ha- I haven't worked in development, but I'm, I'm imagining one way to be successful in it is to give them their time, time in court. And listen and listen openly with an exactly. open mind and have an actual conversation with them. Maybe you can't convince them of your point of view, but you can certainly convince them that you were paying attention and you listened and you understand what they're saying versus just right sort of steamrolling in like I'm the auteur. No right. one else has a right to speak a- a- about my story or my my vision.
1: And. Also, as a director, you do have to be sensitive to the fact that somebody's giving you millions of dollars to to create a product that is right. supposed to make money, and right. and I
2: think Alfonso. It's Coro- show business, not show art,
1: <laughs> <laughs> or show friends. Um, <laughs> but uh, and that's clear; like he knows how to create spectacle and engage the audience, and you know, create a thrilling ride, and it like. Some, like people have been saying like um you know that it's amazing you don't know what he how he does th- this stuff on film and i'm thinking okay you know in this day and age of of digital filmmaking jiggery pokery n- nothing surprises me you know and it's like oh well they, they just do it in post you know right. yeah
0: <laughs> everything's in post now and then you see it and you're like "The computer all computers
1: fuck? and I know that it's it's all computers and but it's amazingly done and really well thought out and so <clears throat> if you haven't seen it see it while it's in the theaters uh, this episode to you by
2: spring for the gravity, gravity. spring yeah. for the 3d IMAX. and I don't I don't I tend to not enjoy it either but this this is just designed for it
0: uh, I want there were two points I want to do uh touch on here really quick um first of all soup to nuts i think i paid for that in thailand once <laughs> It's a little painful at first but it, you, you get used to it uh and then secondly darren uh mr darren houston darren houston Husted? Darren Husted. Uh, <laughs> uh, said he never understands how a generation with the entire internet at their disposal could never get any reference look it up and I have made this argument. I have a 19 year old and a 21 to 22 year old in this household. Um, that, uh, if you're, if you want to know anything about, uh, manga or <laughs> bukaki or I'm sure or anything like that. Very quick with the references, but if it's something like, uh, you know, hey, uh, find out how to get it, get that job over there or something like right. that. So, uh, what is this what, internet what kind of thing degree? What degree would I need if I wanted of? to be a yeah. Yeah, computer? <laughs> it's like, come on, guys. But it's it's not just them. It's the, the generation, uh, in general, in my opinion. It's like they pick and choose what, uh, efficient right. uh, usages of, of, uh, technology. Absolutely. You know?
1: Yeah. I mean but
2: you know teenagers are lazy yeah. but I will also say I do miss I, I I like the bar conversations when I actually like the dynamic of oh god what was it? who's that guy he was in this yeah. and he was in and, and someone goes to their phone and it's like no 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 let's figure this out let's it's more it fun out. to be yes. wrong and then all the other things that come out of how wrong you are and all yeah. the tangents um and also challenging oh you mean challenging human, your memory and human interaction is just getting right.
1: <laughs> I don't know if my memory is getting that. worse because I have the phone at my disposal to look anything up or whether I'm just getting old and senile. Maybe a combination of both. <laughs> but um, I, I am so reliant. Like, I would have kept looking for fucking Glenn Beck's name, right. you know.
2: Um, <laughs> I, but for, I,
1: I just need PDG with me all the time. There right? you go. You need a PDG app.
2: Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Get on it, PD. Um, I I find increasingly these days it's it, – Memory-wise, I'll start fishing for something, and you know, in the, in the old days, I couldn't remember something, but I could start getting around it. Like, well, it, yeah. it's this, and it, and it was related to this, and it sounds sort of like this. And now I'll realize I can't remember a name or I can't remember a title, and it's just a wall just goes, <laughs> yeah. and there's like no getting anywhere. I'm like, yeah. I don't know. I'm, I feel that. I don't know. I can't remember. <laughs> I can't even access right. tangentially anything that might help someone else c- Help me come up with the title. You know? Yeah,
0: well, I I liked uh, the old school method of the uh, seven degrees of uh, was it Kevin Bacon? Right. But now you know they have a site for it or whatever.
2: Right. It's actually on IM. I think on IMDb or IMDb Pro. There's yeah. actually like a, a a link for that where you could put in <laughs> it's like you can link yourself back to Kevin Bacon or something. <laughs> <laughs> Crazy. Um, c-
1: a couple of tweets that came in. One was from. Let's see. Chris Brown asking about the if we've been following the development of uh, Kevin's film Tusk. I have not actually. And, uh, you know, because I thought
0: he actually discusses a little bit of that on the uh, latest Hollywood Babylon. Oh, there you go. So if uh, the first uh, about three minutes or so of uh, the newest Hollywood Babylon, you can get an update. It's too
1: bad he's not going to make that film because he's
0: retired, right? No, he's, Not he's, no, yeah, right? <laughs> exactly. Uh, no. Yeah. The, uh, what hit about- somebody was his last film. Oh, right. Apparently. That's right. Uh, but right. that's, now that's about five films ago. <laughs> right. Uh, no, good. Uh, we're all happy. Hell <laughs> heaven, yeah.
1: That you, you made that, uh, that you went back on your fucking word. Um, <laughs> so yeah. And it's about a guy who uh, tries to befriend, uh, a man in a walrus suit, something like that. Yeah. It's very complicated, I'm sure. But here's the thing, and and uh, Lou also mentioned that she doesn't trust development people since um, she worked with one who rejected the script for Shaun of the Dead. Clearly, an idiot. Yes. Now, but you know, you know, Kevin has the luxury of not having to work in the development. stream i mean he he certainly has in the past doing rewrites and whatnot uh and writing gigs um and on zach and mary i'm sure that went through that process but he's making lower lower budget films so he has that creative control so he doesn't have to to worry about that and that's that's the thing that you give up and it requires it takes a lot of confidence and you have to have a track record and after Shaun of the Dead, Edgar Wright and Simon Pegg, they got the clout that they needed to make the next two in the Cornets, you know, trilogy. Yeah, uh, but that you have to earn that, and in until you do that, there is the development process, and yeah. and that's not a bad way to you know. There have been movies that have gone through the development process that have been good. So, I mean, it's it's obviously not like we all want to see movies that are singular and wonderful like wes anderson films like kevin smith films mm-hmm. like alfonso Cuaron films but uh those are few and far between and then there are just movies that are good you know and i know that he went through a huge development process and you have yeah. somebody like judd apatow who has a really good uh sense and he he works with actors uh, with writers very hands-on
2: i do not enjoy his films
1: up, that went without saying
2: because
1: <laughs> um, you're where happiness goes to die
2: no i just don't i don't <laughs> think he's uh i don't think he's a great storyteller i think he gets a lot of really talented people together and doesn't <clears throat> get them in line and it's just a lot of rambling i think uh everything always goes on for a little too long because he enjoys how cute it is but it's not actually driving the story and i think as a director his utter lack of subtlety in the visual medium um, is tiresome. Uh, okay, that's um, an opinion, um, but I think uh, you know. He's... I like to laugh when I go see comedies. That's yeah. all I'm saying. No, no, I mean, uh, Bridesmaids was funny, and I didn't see Bridesmaids, and he didn't write it. But
1: my point is that it was developed by him. Okay, and he has a. a... Well, then he's a shitty
2: director, but he's a great developer.
1: Fair enough. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so uh, Lou mentioned that that. Uh, Simon Pegg and and Edgar Wright had had uh, success from Spaced. I would argue that that's true. It, I don't think that is success enough to give them millions of dollars to make a movie. Uh, I think making the the leap from TV to film is is a uh, it's a you know you have to earn daunting
2: test. Yeah, it's a daunting task. Yeah, but I think they went a long way to earning it by having established a voice that was received well.
1: Uh, but w- was it? financially successful spaced.
2: you'd have to ask someone in england right mm.
1: Lou, let us know Lou? uh
2: darren hosted from Worlehampton.
1: <laughs> you're getting better at that uh. it's good <laughs> keep working on it so yesterday was uh we did not not get mail and I was oh. columbus day yeah or oh. you mean we
2: didn't get any mail in the mail sack
1: no no we got mail in this mail sack the mail yeah. sack doesn't you know, no, does that not follow stops, holiday. Yeah. yeah, it's an endless stream of rain, nor slit, nor dead of night. Or the only it? thing that does, that blocks it is like a bad internet connection. But so I was kind of pissed off. And it's like, well, what What the fuck is, is Columbus Day celebrating?
2: Oh, here we go.
1: What? Here we go.
3: What?
2: (laughs) No, no. Tell me, tell me where we're going. Columbus had two-year-old sex slave and all these people and they now celebrate this personalized bad things to the native inhabitants of the. Whatever. You don't have to fucking go to work. (laughs) That's like saying,
1: you know, Hitler. He had a small price to pay. He killed millions of Jews, but whatever.
2: No, we don't (laughs) get a day off because of Hitler, do we? But by your logic, we should because whatever. If we did, I'd, I'd. I'd be a lot more uh, kind to the man. <laughs> you're not making any
1: sense at all. <laughs> no, no, no. no that's, that's, Bill's that's Bill's idiocy. No, I'm
2: telling you, a holiday, man, it undoes a lot of damage from a PR standpoint. Yeah, well, you get the kids out of school and, and you're being way more popular. Right. Hitler's ancestors should get on that.
1: So... But
2: to that, yes, point- I'm suggesting we have a national Hitler celebration day. Okay, that's that's all I wanted. <laughs> okay, beef okay. with that? There you go, people. That's what I'm dealing with every fucking week. <laughs> no, it, is, but it, 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 it's, it is long overdue to um, reevaluate, you know, some of these traditions that we've always held on to, and and now that we have either access to or, uh, you know, now that we're privy to the new shit, yeah, to yeah. To quote the dude.
1: So the um. You know, everybody.
2: There's um, a lot of ins and outs.
1: Yeah, there are a lot of a lot, subtleties, a lot, there's, man. There's a lot of it's, new shit. Yeah, you just there's, gotta you uncover see, it, not, peel not, the
2: onion, man. You're not Privy to the new shit.
1: So the oatmeal <laughs> is a, a cartoon strip Dude abides uh, that's <laughs> on the internet, and this guy he did um, he cited a lot from Howard Zinn's book about the um, the history, of the, history of the United States. States. Yeah, have you read that? Uh, I own
2: it. I have started it three times. I have not yet
1: read it. Oh, so you know about what what Columbus
2: did then i've only read the first 10 pages
1: so basically columbus came here and um like the natives helped him when one of his shipwrecked and so he's like oh wow there's all this stuff here when he came back and uh and he's like
2: this place is teeming with bitcoins right
3: you just gotta
1: <laughs> mine them i just need more servers no he uh he came back with more men and more ships 17 ships and then looking for gold and then also wanted to have sex with the natives, the Lucayan yeah. people. And when they refused to give him gold and pussy <laughs> he responded by cutting off their and ears golden pussy
0: ears yeah. and noses to the next uh james bond
2: he <laughs> cut off their
1: fucking ears and noses people yeah and that's okay by you,
2: bill whatever if it gets me out of whatever. school <laughs> yeah. you know, go to i don't school, have to get bro. up early on a monday man cut off all the fucking ears you need
1: so when he didn't get the gold <laughs> he took 500 of the natives back with him to spain as slaves and uh, two hundred of them died on the way back. Wow! But you know, whatever.
2: Yeah. And then, yeah, but the rest of them got to be slaves.
1: <laughs> Lucky them. Really? And then, and then he got to.
2: Uh, Did he ever get any Indian pussy? Uh, I'm sh- yes. They just raped them. well then, fuck. I'm I'm sorry. You gotta get after it, man. No.
1: The, <laughs> So he, yeah, he enslaved these women uh, and used them as as uh, rewards for his men. And then uh, he, he set
2: them up with a basement in Cleveland.
1: He set them up with a basement in Cleveland. And then he also sent, uh, he br- introduced smallpox there, you know, because his men came disease-ridden. Right. That was and, a good strategy. Yeah, I mean, so, just from a... You know, art of war standpoint. And by the way, he never made it to the the mainland of America. This is all in is that pra- true? Yeah, he never. He was just just in the Caribbean islands.
2: He did all this in the in the Caribbean. Yeah. Wow. And uh, I not know that. And he. Uh, but that Caribbean pussy is sweet.
1: <laughs> we'll never know because three to five million people died because of uh, because of
2: early colonization. That's a lot of people to kill for some pussy.
1: Yeah, but you know what? You do what you got to do, right? Bill Watterson you know you can get him at Bill Twatterson <laughs> it's
2: tweeters some yeah. of us aren't uh, aren't as handy with uh, the small talk but no. resort to more extreme measures
1: <laughs> and he didn't figure out that the uh, that the world was was round that was known for, for a thousand years before that
2: uh, over a thousand years before that but didn't he prove it via the scientific method in which you, you believe so heartily
1: yeah he said like if I slaughter three million people I'm right <laughs>
0: Why does he sound
1: like John Lovitz? <laughs> I'm right. I'm right. Uh, yeah. So It's imperialism. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, it's empiricism. Ah. Imperialism! <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so he made it to the Bahamas.
2: Um, fuckhead. Man, I want to go to the Bahamas. <laughs> nope, all those people are... D- Next be- Columbus uh, Day, I'm going to go to the Bahamas. Oh, uh, there you go. And we'll In see- search of
0: gold. Pussy and pussy. Yeah. So, um, isn't that the name of the, uh, history channel, biography, <laughs> golden, golden
2: pussy. pussy. I, sh- the I, sh- I, qualify Columbus that story. he never
0: made it to, he never made it to
2: North America.
1: He did make it to Central America and South America. We're but,
2: Oh, so we're, we're clean of his disease, of the stain of his, of his legacy. And yet we named a city after him. Yeah. <laughs> In Ohio, the capital, no less. Yeah. Uh, so and they got a hockey
0: team. Who's Cleveland named after? Grover Cleveland?
2: Uh, oh, my God. We're, remember when I said a wall comes down yeah, and I don't even... That's it. A wall just came you know, out. I used to be able to I, rattle someone, this off. I have someone a computer, Google
1: this, please. I have a computer in front of me, and I'm I, not going, going to look it up. Because don't look this is it up. fun don't to watch it you.
2: Uh, it, it's, it wasn't Grover Cleveland. I do know it was originally spelled with an A, C-L-E-A-V, and they dropped the A uh, literally because it didn't fit on the printing press of the Cleveland paper. <laughs> nice. um, it, was, it was one we're of two explorers. Cleaver.: <laughs> Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, we're named after a serial killer. He used to uh, <laughs> capture young girls and keep them in his basement. Um, <laughs> and I had ribs with the man. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, ladies and gentlemen, it's the top of the hour, and you're listening to the Smod Coast Morning Show on the Smodcast Internet Radio Networks.
1: That is a completely arbitrary uh number, by the way. Cause, yeah, but you pointed at the clock. Did I did I, did I, I miss uh, my cue?
2: Was that did I misinterpret your uh no,
1: no, I'm just, just, to give I'm, just you- I'm just just pointing at the inanity of our own podcast. Because yeah. you know, Darren was like, uh, well it should be eighteen minutes after the hour, it should be the <laughs> top of the hour. <laughs> and uh Yannick was like, Well you missed top of the hour. So uh you know what? It's when we say top Do of the hour. Do your hours. own fucking podcast. Yeah. Pause oh.
0: it and wait till the top of the
1: hour, and, and then, then play it. play the, right. <laughs> yeah. play the yeah. chimes. Get your own chimes. <laughs> uh, Darren
2: Darren Husted of Wolverhampton uh tweeted me that Hitler has no ancestors for obvious reasons. I bet he does. Oh, <laughs> oh there's yeah. plenty. he does, and there's tons of great uh, you stories just to go, go to Argentina we... to find him. Right. <laughs> yeah. In fact, he's still alive. Right. I mean, come on. How many how many comic book villains could we get out of the fact that there's a great granddaughter out there? Yeah. Well, the one, the great granddaughter, but still. So,
1: you guys know who Banksy is, right? Yes. Um, yes. So, he's a... For those who don't know, look him up on the internet. That's what oh, we've yeah, been talking about all up. along. I'm not even... Gonna, lazy fuck. I'm not going to tell any <laughs> stories,
2: explain anything, because... We're just going to say buzzwords, and yeah, you have to go look yeah. them up, and then you come back with <laughs> <Yeah>. five <laughs> to seven-page reports, double-spaced. <laughs> Hashtag <laughs> Banksy. Uh, Hashtag Banksy.
1: So, he's uh, exit through the... What was it? Exit through the gift, gift shop. Sto- gift shop. That was a, a documentary made about Banksy... Um, yeah. and, sort of <laughs> sort of yes uh, and the guy who was following him um and Banksy's a street artist or a renegade artist or mm-hmm. uh, a sort of he, uh, he got his notoriety doing um graffiti and very clever
0: sort of uh you know witty Kind of, of visually striking, yeah. Pieces. Very yeah. interactive uh, to the environment, yeah. yeah. And, and things like, that you're not even sure at the at first glance are art. <laughs> and then yeah, exactly. he doesn't
1: sell them. Um, it's an
0: aspect of protest.
1: Oh, I mean, I'm sure he sells, sells some, th- makes money somehow. But like, there's a guy in Australia whose shop g- got a big Banksy. Um, thing on his wall yeah. so he sold that wall uh, <laughs> and they had it removed and he sold it for you know several hundred thousand dollars right. and which i would do yeah <laughs> i would right. absolutely like i've got no i problem. don't want to work <laughs> yeah uh so he has his residency for the month of october in new york city and he's done some uh very f- f- clever things he's went around with in a uh there was a, a truck that went around with moses cleveland with Oh, you know what? We've moved it on. It's General Moses nobody, Cleveland. No,
2: nobody gives a shit. Nobody uh, gives a shit. It was General, General Moses Cleveland. Focus on, focus the, on the, the leader subject. Nope. Uh, we're, we've moved on. We're, on, we're, on we're talking company. about Banksy. Moses. <laughs>
1: so Banksy did this, this incredible uh, bust of Moses Cleveland. Oh, um, now we're talking. <laughs> when worlds collide. Uh, Banksy... Is so Stephen Colbert, like on outside his building, put out a wall and said, you know, Banksy, Banksy. do not <laughs> do not do anything on this wall. And uh of course that somebody did it, um but it wasn't Banksy, it was a Banksy imitator. Um but uh so you know he he did a thing where there's a a, a truck with an, with stuffed animals in it that's going around town making animal sounds. Oh wow and then uh he posted something on his YouTube channel where it's outside the, uh, in central park, South in Manhattan, uh, there are all these street vendors there. And so there was an old man selling these canvases with Banksy art on it. And it's all his famous, uh, his famous graffiti. There's the, the guy, the protester, instead of tear gas or a Molotov cocktail, like throwing uh, a a bouquet of flowers. I love that one. And, um, and just you know you can see them all but so this guy was selling them and he wasn't he didn't nobody was buying them and they were actual banksy paintings so and how did he got a hold how did he get a hold of them well banksy put them out there like this oh. is this is part of the art and so for the, this is
2: like the guy from the uh orchestra like the world's leading violinist playing down on the subway exactly and everyone's ignoring him right right or her
1: uh, no, it was, there was a guy, what's
2: his name? I forget. Eric something or other. Glenn Beck. <laughs> Glenn Beck. Um, <laughs> Moses Cleveland. So, with an A,
1: this guy, like, people were bargaining with him and like bargained him down from like 60 to 30 bucks or whatever for these, these things that are worth tens of thousands of dollars. And in one guy just uh, said that I just need something for my walls and bought four of them. <laughs> and you know.
2: And, then, and was this its own kind of it's, art? Was, yeah,
1: obviously. Yeah. That's, Life is art. And also about the perception of art and like, what is the value of art if, if it's on a wall in a gallery versus or being sold on, I mean, cause it's, a, old it's, on the it's, street. it's the same stuff, you know, but it's, right. it's out of context. So therefore it has less value. So there's, uh, in, Throughout the day, he made $420 selling, selling these paintings. Jesus. And $420. The, four, what? <laughs> he knew um, how to celebrate at the end of that day. <laughs> yeah. And he, I mean, those were worth, you know, ten, tens of thousands of dollars. He was yeah. selling them for 60 bucks a piece. Wow.
2: Well, Banksy must be rich if he can afford... To just to not get money for things that are worth a lot of money. Oh, yeah, and then I laugh mean, about it.
1: Well, I, I mean, I think this is the. I I don't think his purpose is is to make necessarily make money. No, of course you, it, um, it wouldn't
2: be. It'd be the opposite.
1: Right, but he still somehow manages <laughs> to make money. Uh, but this is. I mean, are
2: you Banksy, Marty? I can neither confirm nor
1: deny. Okay, but I will be on a plane to New York. You you heard it for first thing. here, Merks. Uh The Banksy, you. But uh, it, it, I think it, it went exactly as he wanted it to go. Yeah. And it's very funny, very clever. Is Was he sitting there watching it and documenting it? Uh, somebody was documenting it because it was on his YouTube channel. Right. So, uh, but we don't know. We if don't it was know. Him. If it was him. In fact, he might be the, that old man. That's what I was, was just wondering. Hugging every, every person he sold a painting to. It's a very cute yeah. two minute video. Uh, I highly suggest people watch it. Um,
2: I have a question. Please continue. You guys know how I've gotten all obsessed with early '90s hip hop. Mm-hmm. Uh, a song keeps coming around on my Pandora mix, and I crank it, and I really dig it. And I I, rem- I remember it from the from back in the day, but I wasn't listening to hip hop, and it didn't. It wasn't like one of those college jams that we played at every party or yeah. anything like that. And I just want to know if it's cool or not to play it really loudly or mm-hmm. i'm just the white guy who's like i enjoy this <laughs> i enjoy this track from this gentleman uh warren g that would um, be the latter i regulators? believe i believe the g stands for gangster but it could just be his the initial yes regulators Uh oh, it's an amazing it's track. a great track yeah, isn't it yeah, oh yeah. god yep i mean i want to be the guy who's like have you heard of these Beatles? Yeah. But uh, <laughs> I just I didn't listen to that stuff back in the day and it keeps coming around. I'm like, wow. Wait, this song? is an incredible yeah. regulators. With a man and a and they got the thing with the gun in his hand. This other Such stuff an happens. Awesome Cuz it's got like it's got grit. It's a story. It's got grit and 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 heaviness, but it's also got this like soulful light singing at the same time. This is there a little It is. Great intro too. You
0: regulate
2: any stealing yeah. of his property uh, was sure was on the, the intro is great so i can get some phones rolling in my yeah that intro oh good. is it from um, it's it's from young guys you never heard the song i heard it i said but it wasn't one of our it wasn't like one of our jams it wasn't on your
0: radar then yeah
2: it wasn't on my, i was in europe where they didn't play hip-hop on the charts in indie rock bands trying to discover the newest weirdest thing so yeah. it, like i just wasn't listening to that stuff at yeah. all yeah Oh, um, that's a good So I'm, it's, I'm okay to blast it when Absolutely. I ride around in my Ford Focus. Wait, where, with where a fucked up bumper because the asshole from. didn't have insurance. Where's yep. the, the loop from behind it?
0: Um, that is a. Uh, I keep forgetting we're yeah. really not in love anymore. <laughs> that's right. Oh, that's awesome. I knew It was so familiar. Good. Cool, man. Yeah. <laughs> that's
2: why you make the big bucks. And yeah. were those from Poetic Justice? They were um, showing clips from a
0: Tupac film. That's oh, pro- yeah, I think it was uh, Poetic Justice. <laughs> the worst. Titled movie ever, poetic justice. Yeah. That what's was what's name. her name? Mr. Justice. 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 What does she do? She's a poet. She writes poetry. What do
1: you call it? Poetic
2: justice. justice. Where were the developers on that S- one? Yeah. Security.
1: <laughs> that was John Singleton wasting his uh, his cinematic capital. You know, because he earned it from Boys yeah. in the Hood and then lost it, and now is now yeah. you know directing sequels of action movies which is fine and hey. more power to him yeah you know uh the new york comic con just happened this weekend just happened
0: uh-huh.
1: um what have you do you go to comic cons uh i've go only to, been to here
0: in uh, san SD. diego
1: yeah and uh but do you do you like participate or do you just go because you have to work
0: uh, I've only been to work so I haven't gone like and completely nerded out and you know went uh cosplaying the whole deal. Right, but it'd be nice did if you walk I walk the floor at all. Uh no, unfortunately. I walk the floor. All I did was go to the actually to the House of Blues. Yeah. <laughs> it's not even technically the uh, Comic-Con. I was there for during Comic-Con time but it was for Hollywood Babylon. I was working uh Um
1: I remember I I went to Chicago comic-con i don't i forget i think it's called i forget what it what it's called but you know and then c3 sure yeah and then there's um cq it's actually but there's that there's a section where all the celebrities sort of line up and and at these fold-out tables and then people Uh line
2: up and get their autographs for five bucks a pop
1: yeah, yeah, I remember seeing Cynthia Rothrock there, and like, who the oh. fuck, you know? And I worked on two she, Cynthia Rothrock movies, and
2: I don't, don't know who that
0: is. She was badass in the eighties or ninety. Yeah, it it
1: early, I worked on them in ninety-one and ninety yeah. something like that. That's when all
0: my favorite hip hop was coming. She out She was a martial artist or is <laughs> martial artist. Yeah, and she did all Act the, straight, the to go, straight to video. Okay, we moved on
1: from that
2: too. Okay, so and she, she was, was like, like, "Cleveland, and the city." Huh? <laughs>
1: <laughs> so she was selling her i think it was five or ten bucks and like and it's just sort of weird and she's sitting there and there's just no one around this That's has got to be weird uh, but is it sad though because i don't know you, you kind of set yourself up for, beats for that sort of thing
2: yeah
1: or you could argue it is working
2: i've been i've actually been offered that i don't think it would be lucrative because the game didn't do well although the character was well received but people have talked to me about that with doing that for jim payton for lost planet three and it's just i I could, I there's no way I could do it. I could never, I could not, the only way, I know someone who's big in the video game world who does go to the conventions and does charge five, ten bucks for an autograph and one hundred percent goes to a charity.
0: Oh, that's cool. She does it to interact
2: with fans, to create, to, uh, it's a buzz. Yeah. Create a buzz, build the fan base and to travel on someone else's dime because they usually get, they usually get paid and put up Uh, or, uh, traveled uh, and put up. Throwing
1: this out there to the Twitter sphere. Like if you do, um, Celebrity autographs. And let, let, why do you guys do it? Do you do it for money, or do you do it for yeah. for like I remember, you know, when the I was obsession
2: of collecting, maybe the
1: obsession of collecting. When I was on uh, Veronica Mars, like. After that, I got like you know five requests through my agent for like an autographed headshot, and it's like, wow, this is crazy. This is so stupid, but I you know i have to send them out. But
2: my two lines on the Soul Man haven't produced that kind of right voracious yeah. fan reaction.
1: But Although, I, I was, it was it's very flattering, and uh, those fuckers haven't paid. By the way, right? I,
0: I can I, I realistically I can sell mine for shit 20, 30 bucks. James Franco, right. right? Line up, kids, line up. So there is a whole.
1: Trade on this stuff, so yeah.
2: you know. I'd- I did. I did spend. I think it was five to get an autograph. Uh, but it was Bob Feller at uh, spring training. Uh, legend in, in baseball. Legend is in it, Cleveland is baseball. He a lefty? Uh, I don't. Yeah. I, I don't. I don't know if he's a southpaw. Um, but he's he was a legend, and he was. This was just a couple of years ago, which was a year before he passed. So, oh. um, It was sort of like a now or never. And, w- and you're at the it? ballpark, and I gave it to my brother for the bar, because he's got all kinds of cream oh, and stuff that's at the bar. that's cool. That's good. Yeah.
1: Uh, well, Sylvester Stallone charges hundreds, uh, $395 yeah. oh, dollars for an autograph at New York's Comic-Con, because, you know, the, the guy needs to pay his bills. Yeah, of course. Uh, and um, if you wanted a photo, that was $445. Uh, Gillian Anderson charged $60 for an autograph... And five dollars for an eight by ten. If you wanted it personalized, that was another twenty
2: dollars. Now, what do you think about that? Do they just put this money in their? Po- I mean, Stallone does not need money.
1: Uh, Duchovny, he just had a flat rate, eighty bucks.
2: Eighty. Yeah. Yeah. But he doesn't. These people don't need money. No. Is it? Go- I Can't mean, if it's us. going to charity, I get it. But like bilking fans who are already the reason you have a career in the fucking first place. Yeah. For more. I mean, some guy sent me—I uh, haven't gotten it yet. But he sent it through my agent, but some guy sent me a Lost Planet cover, and he wants me to sign it, and he wants me to get my friends, uh, other friends in the game, to sign it, which is a little bit like—I uh, don't really want to drive all over town trying to <laughs> collect these things, for me. but um, uh, you know, at this stage of my career, it's 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 an honor. Um, yeah. But the thought of charging him for that, even though it's like. A, a, if I get the other two guys to sign it, it's a bit of an inconvenience to me. So,
1: Sigourney um, Weaver, one hundred and eighty-five dollars. If you wanted a photo with her, two hundred bucks.
0: Jesus, they don't need the savage. money. What the fuck, man? They don't. Yeah, need, it's mean, got if it's not going to charity, if going to charity you, you have bullshit. no fucking soul. Dude, if I'm paying, how much for Sigourney? Two hundred bucks. If you want a picture, take a with picture. Her. Uh, there better be a fucking tit hanging out or something. <laughs> I better
2: get. I'll my give money you two hundred bucks for a picture of you sucking my dick. Yeah. There you go.
1: Yeah, I mean they had a whole they had a whole rates list. Sorry, um, Anthony Daniels, fifty
0: bucks. Well, that's C three PO, but is he in the fucking C three PO outfit? Because I mean that Shatner's eighty bucks. Andrew McCarthy, forty bucks. I'd pay eighty bucks just to meet Shatner, just because he's batshit crazy and I love him. He is. Yeah. Oh my Stanley, god. Stanley,
1: sixty bucks. That's that's that's,
0: that's, that's an icon. That, yeah. that, that's Patrick worth.
1: Stewart. I mean,
2: Patrick I think, Stewart charges for his autograph. Uh, yeah. That, that makes me sad.
1: Yeah. If you want a photo yeah. with Shatner and Stewart, that's 220 bucks.
2: They're but, getting a lot of people signing up for that. Yeah. The yeah. Captains. The t- yeah. The t- a. I mean,
1: it, because it requires no effort on their part. They just stand there. I mean, they should yeah. do
3: it. for.
2: Well, for, for there's sure. also that Picasso thing. He did a little, a quick little doodle and handed it off and it was worth $500. And he said that that only took you five minutes. And he said, well, five minutes and my whole life. Yeah. Like he had to but be, love, he had to be Picasso to be able to do still, a doodle that's a Picasso. Still doodle. made a
1: doodle Patrick Stewart is just standing there. And by the way, no, yeah. yes, not yes, but, but he he
2: had to spend thirty years training bit uh, you know, booking winning yeah, people yeah. winning, winning uh, I, people over. You know, it's, it's to become he is just standing Patrick there but it Stewart. took it took took years for it to matter that he's standing there yeah
0: i love that a uh, little uh, S&O bit of a little bit bit i'm picasso he's like <laughs> so there's people coming up so like, here send your kids to college he just scribbles his, his signature i'm picasso <laughs> but nobody ever
2: called Pablo picasso an asshole what is that old uh that's jonathan a, richmond tune
1: yeah yeah that was covered in uh repo man was oh, oh, it yeah, yeah. yeah. uh
2: no one ever called Pablo Picasso an ass. So would you ever would you pay <laughs> I for say Pablo Picasso? Apparently,
1: would you pay for an autograph now?
2: Um, no. It was exciting to meet Bob Feller to shake his hand. My my brother took a picture of me shaking his hand. It was it was spring training. You know, I was getting my picture taken with Slider, the mascot. We were, it was just I got a home run ball. Like, it was spring training. It was all in that moment. It wasn't about getting an autograph. It was just another thing to do while we were there. Yeah. Um. Right. I, uh, yeah, I I mean, is there anybody I for, for like at it right some now? point getting like a really nice framed full-size movie poster with the cast having signed it. If There was, you know, if I if I had that kind of money to burn to put shit on my wall. But it's just so like it doesn't have anything to do with me. These people don't care about me. I don't know and these people. And it's just creepy paying
1: for it. <laughs> paying yeah.
2: someone who's a millionaire
1: like more money to well, I guess that's why the rich get richer, you know. Right. Um I've monetized uh, their fame. Would you ever, I mean, you, you deal with I, famous people all the yeah, time. Yeah,
0: I mean, Fuck I, that. I, you can see I have a few back there that, from the animation world. I, I haven't paid for them, but some of those, right. like the, the turtles, uh some of the turtles prints that I got signed they actually were uh charging for those but they it was going to charity right and so I was willing to to oh, pay good. that but they they absolutely were like I mean it is for charity but you do so much for us now there's no way we right. can charge you James so they gave it to me um but what I my rule is uh unless it's someone that's really really near and dear to my heart that I that I know I'm going to want to keep that forever. Right. Uh it's usually when they, who do I make it out to? Uh just my nickname eBay. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> right, right. <laughs> uh, just leave that blank. Or <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, but I did get, uh, I was just talking about this the other day June Foray. Uh, oh, for those of you who don't know, wow. June Foray is, she played uh, Natasha. And, uh, Natasha. Bull, she was Rocky. B-
1: Rocky, and she's and, been on uh, uh,
0: The Simpsons playing herself. Yes. Uh, um, she was Granny in the old Looney Tunes. You uh, know her voice Witch immediately Hazel when you mm-hmm. hear it. Yeah. Yeah. So that, that was just, that's, for me, that was amazing. She didn't write my name. She, she wrote on there bad, the word bad, then it's crossed out and then the word good right next to it. Luck, darling. Nice. Oh, oh bad,
2: God, gosh. I love her. Good luck, darling.
0: Oh, you know, I do have one other. I was a
2: PA on the Ohio lottery, uh, Uh, on an Ohio Lottery campaign starring Leslie Nielsen. And uh, the friend of mine who was the second second AD or something like that, he was higher up than a PA anyway, was kind of his minder. Um, And he said, hey, he's signing stuff. Do you want one? And he just had a stack of Ohio Lottery publicity stills. And he signed... Uh, to Bill Luck, Leslie, and now I have a framed, and I'm proud of that. I have a framed photo of Leslie Nielsen personalized, but it's not something it was offered to me. It's not something I sought. Like the whole time I was paing on the job, I was like, I'm really excited to be working with Leslie Nielsen and saying hello to him every morning, but it didn't occur to me to have him sign something. But um, but when it was offered, like, hey, Leslie, signing some stuff, do you want something? Sure, I don't mind people, you know seeking that out because
1: it's meaningful like that June for thing is yeah. awesome I'm totally yeah. envious of you you know I would seek that out yeah but and uh, and I don't mind you know Anthony Daniels charging 50 bucks in uh, yeah. signature because he doesn't have like I mean sure he's doing just fine he's doing well but he doesn't Residuals. have but his career Right now is going to cons, you know. Right, yeah. And which is a fine career, you know, if you can, if you can get that. The
2: guy who said, uh, um, but
1: Stallone,
2: yeah, yeah. But the guy, the stormtrooper who said uh, he had like one line, uh, and he uh, looks like a looks looks like a droid sir or something like that, and he picks up the little piece. Yeah, Uh, that guy was charging like fifty bucks. (laughs) Oh (laughs) man, dude, you're a glorified extra, and your face wasn't even seen. I don't even know how to verify that. That was you in the fucking
0: suit. Exactly. I'll tell you who I would pay. 50. These aren't the droids you're looking for, that guy. Oh, he was, that. She was guy. charging. I was like, ah. Oh. Wow. Um, I would pay Peter Mayhew, uh, because he's going, yeah, for Chewbacca because he's going through such hardship with his knees and, you know, his- He could die at any time. That would send
1: your, that signature way up on eBay. Yeah. That's why you want it. Right? Exactly. Yeah. You're so cold and heartless. <laughs> uh, Sylvester Stone, he wrote the, the screenplay for Homefront, which is the new Jason Statham film with James Franco, when yeah. would you ever think that James Franco would star in a Stallone-written movie?
0: I don't know, but I would sure like to go down there and pick up those paychecks. You should. Yeah. You should go to SAG and say – um I'm due some,
1: some yeah. franco money.
0: I mean I'm in character. I'm in I'm in costume right. from yeah. an extra role. Researching a new role. Yeah. Yeah, you could,
1: but guys have matching facial hair? Sure. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I I don't know if it's going to be any good, uh, but it's it's weird. Uh, it is that, weird that
2: mm, but, well, he started as a writer. I mean, he wrote Rocky. Yeah, I don't know if that
1: that's how he got to start. You got to start doing porn, soccer, right? Porn. The yeah. Italian Stallion. Yeah. So, um, but I am excited. I just watched Old Boy again last night. Oh, did you? Yeah. Old oh, Boy. That movie. What is that? It's a Korean film. It's a revenge film. Uh, that That's one that Spike Lee is remaking with. Oh, yes. Yes, yes, yes. With, uh, what's his name? Um, Josh Brolin. Uh, oh, shit. No, uh, James. Yeah, Josh Brolin. Yeah. Josh Brolin. Right. Yeah. Was that,
0: that wasn't uh, Amityville, was it? Yeah, he was in it. He was... Uh, oh, original. no, James Brolin was... James Brolin was, was the original, original one. Yeah. Amityville
1: Yeah, and then Ryan Reynolds, I think, was in the, the remake. Please, don't, don't mention later. that one.
0: Fucking Ryan Reynolds. Everything he touches... Turns to shit. Yeah. Turns to shit. But that movie is...
1: I, I think I talked about it last week or the week before, but that movie's awesome. It's totally... It does come up a lot. I gotta see it. It's over the top.
0: It's crazy. The, the remake of Amityville?
1: Uh, no, the re, The old, old, boy, boy. old boy. Oh, okay, okay. Um... Wow, there's there a whole like there's a whole market for for uh, um, autographs, by the way. Uh, but uh,
2: these prices may not be coming from the actors themselves. These oh no, 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 no. Like there, there's a separate man.
1: there's a separate whole exchange of them. Uh, you know, yeah. Ooh, so how think, much
2: for Stacy Keach? Why do you? Who cares? That's why I want to know how much it is. <laughs> I just want to see what the market is. Sixty bucks. Yeah. Sixty.
0: Wow. Sixty for the signature. Eighty for a piece of mustache. <laughs> if you want? Uh, it just
1: falls. <laughs> it just falls right off. Uh, um, let's. Why don't we dip into the? Let's dip in. Let's dip our
2: hands in the mail sack. Let's do it. We're gonna dip into the mail sack.
0: The mail sack. Mail sack. Come on, get my hands in mail sack.
1: Uh, yeah that was great <laughs> yeah uh let's see <laughs> sorry i said um i said let's do this and then i <laughs> then weren't ready. Um, let's see oh i'm sorry we only got a couple in this week okay. so the first one's from peter wg who was supposed to be listening live but isn't this past friday for the
2: last time yes
1: <laughs> this morning merp's and listeners, that's yes. very oh, nice opening of you. it up, opening it up to everyone. This past Friday, my father and I got the opportunity to meet a few of our music idols. Uh, do any of the Murps,
2: how much did you charge for the how did they charge for their autograph? Yeah.
1: <laughs> do any of the merps have interesting or disappointing stories about meeting heroes or idols? Uh, I should be <coughs> listening live. He's a liar, uh, Peter G. <laughs> and that's from Peter W. G.
0: Uh, yeah, I mean you must have in your music times have met idols yes uh mine was actually yeah, it, was, it was pretty embarrassing uh for me personally was uh edward james olmos mm. came to uh he was a guest on a a live stage show at the uh, john lovitz club and um i go up and, and you know for years my like when i was a little younger my uh my mother taught chicano uh studies um at uh sack city college in sacramento um she taught ethnic uh you know latino ethnic dancing um very latino you know centric minded however you would say it uh you know that was our household that's how that's kind of how i was brought up wasn't a militant so to speak but i mean i was brought uh, brought up learning about our tradition our culture so he was in a very very iconic film zoot (laughs) suit Um, Love that movie, yeah. And and it's my about mom the, loved these it. riots
1: in LA um, before World War II. I think uh, during
0: the, very, uh, the beginning. I think the beginning of yeah. World War II. Um, there it was, was it, was, it was, was
1: illegal to wear those. Was it illegal? the zoot suits, yeah. zoot suits? Yeah, Well,
0: they were targeted. I don't know. Yeah, if it was there were these baggy, illegal. very natty looking suits. Yeah, think of the mask uh, when he's. Uh, the mask. in the yellow mm-hmm. in the yellow that's suit a Zuzu. that's Zoot Suit yeah. um so this movie's very iconic very uh you know a, a source of pride for uh Latinos and so he was just he he's one of those iconic people <laughs> so he's there at the Lovitz you know flash forward to a few years ago and uh she, he's there and I go up and I worked out this whole you know uh uh speech in my head of you know this is it's an honor to meet you sir you've uh, impacted our culture and you you're uh you're you're a beacon of light to the latino community whatever the fuck i was thinking in my head yeah that's not what came out i walked up and i go you're mexican and i'm mexican (laughs) (laughs) and he very Lightly, daintily shake my hand, like, uh, not daintily, but more like, Get uh, away. Yeah, how get can get I extricate myself away. from this away. situation? So embarrassing.
1: Whoops. Oh, so it, embarrassing. And you had no follow up to that? No. I, I slunk but, away, like, okay, That I is a just great star Trek Shamed. No, but. That's great. You got to meet the hero. Though.
0: That one. And then, well, uh, Tony Basil. Did I tell I think I told you the Tony Basil story, didn't I? Tell it again. Tony Basil. Oh, uh, the Mickey cheerleader turned pop yeah. star? Yeah, she yes. was a choreographer. She was a choreographer. She still is, uh, from what I uh, hear. Um, she was at, this was maybe 99, she was at the uh, Hollywood Athletic Club. In uh, Hollywood, uh, here of course. yeah. <laughs> and uh, I go in, I walk in, and I look across. I'm there promoting an album. I, I was working for a label at the time. So I walk in, I look across the room, look to the back of the room, against the wall, by herself, this diminutive figure. And I know she wasn't, but in for some reason, as soon as I saw her, my mind processed her in the cheerleader outfit. Right. So I see her back there. And I go, fuck, that's Tony Basil. So I walk up to her. And you know I'm I'm cocky kid cuz I'm working for a record label so I'm you know I'm not there's no fear there so I walk up to her and of course I had to be the 8 billionth person to ever walk up and say this to her Did you tell her she was looking so fine No
1: uh, you called her Mickey
0: No I just walked up and said hey Mickey Yeah Dick She looks at me she's got this huge martini glass bigger than your uh, your coffee uh thing there huge martini glass and it's about halfway full and she looks at me and she goes fuck off and she slams <laughs> yeah, the fucking good for her man and i'm just like oh okay. lover he's <laughs> like so kool-aid man walked backwards away good. from her and uh yeah that was the other one
1: but i mean every everyone who's like been known for an iconic thing gets called that thing right incorrectly or you know like, yeah yeah
0: like associated with it mm-hmm. forever right right like but it's like but then i thought about it fuck you what other what, what, what you, other what reference did i that have yeah. yeah yeah what other reference did i have yeah there was like, no other hit
2: in an interview with <laughs> uh, with ed o'neill he, he's he <laughs> should have gone up to him but i loved your follow-up to hey mickey Got oh, them. yeah, that's oh, right. Oh, that's right. You didn't have one. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I read
1: an interview with Ed O'Neill, and he said that, like, after Married with Children, uh, everybody would just come up and s- call him Al, Al. you know? Yeah. And, like, for a long time, he was really – he bristled at it, you know? He's he's considered himself an actor, and I mean, which he is, obviously, but he, he w- wanted to be known for more than just that. But then, you know, he got to a point where was like, these people are doing this out of like, you know love and ad- admiration. admiration. Yeah. So yeah. he – you know, he figured it out,
2: and so he started charging sixty bucks for an autograph. Uh, yeah. No, he's he's, a <laughs> he's he's like 93 dollars. Uh, yeah, uh, that's only because of his resurgence in Modern Family. Ah, uh, so good in that. I, I, I think he's a great actor. but, Yeah. Um, uh, I was a PA on uh, the Wayne Brady show, and the guy who plays Shooter McGavin in the uh, Happy Gilmore. Oh, he 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 said, and he's done. He's a character actor. He's been in a million things, but every time people see him, they go Shooter, and he fucking loves it. He loves he it. Of
0: course, it. why wouldn't he?
2: Yeah, I remember uh,
1: hanging out with John Cho and we'd go out and everywhere we went it would be like, you know, whatever his name was in Harold. No, no, no. This is uh, American Pie time. You know. He was in American Pie? Yeah, that's where he got that's I don't remember where he, him in American Pie. He he pees off, off the uh off the balcony. Oh, and that's what everybody was right. asking him about, and it was—it was, you know, he was totally cool with it, and I think you kind of have to be, you know, because it's like, like you said, they have no other context but that.
2: Yeah. So, it, well, now he's Sulu. Who? Isn't he? Am I thinking the same guy? We all look alike to you, don't we? No, yeah. that was me in the Star Trek.
0: Oh, yeah. congrats. I'm oh, sorry. <laughs> so loud! So loud! Captain, so, sorry, guys. You blew my ears. I blew your ears. Um, oh my, Captain! Uh,
2: all what right. did I say? You look... L- um, I have actually had a chance to meet a lot of people that uh, a lot of icons. I don't yeah, know that, that they're curve, people. Imagine. Yeah, exactly. Um, uh, on one shoot day, uh, Dustin Hoffman, Sasha Baron Cohen, and B. Arthur. Um. All right. I heard
1: was "Be Arthur. Yeah. Awesome. I actually, I,
2: I held her hand as I walked her to set and made sure she stepped gingerly over uh, some of the cords, some of the cables. Um, I did get my picture. I did ask to have my picture taken with uh, and made sure that I was the point person for when the Funk Brothers came on the Wayne Brady show. Oh. Because I was the only person who knew who they were. Yeah. And for those of you who don't definitely see the, the documentary Standing in the Shadows of Motown, definitely oh, watch good, the extras. Yeah. Um, they were the house band in, uh, studio A in, in, uh, Detroit for all the Motown records. Yeah. Uh, so I got my picture taken with them, Joe Hunter and, um, oh, Blackjack Ashford Jeez. and, uh, Eddie History. Griffin and, uh, Bob Babbitt. Wow. Those were the only guys who were still alive, but, and it was so sad because we were lining up to get the picture taken and, uh, someone said, Hey, hey, who's missing? And, uh, I, th- I think it was no, it wasn't Bob Babbitt. I think it was Joe Hunter. He said, uh, um, ah, fuck, I had the name a second ago. Messina, the guitar player.
3: Cleveland? Oh, uh, uh, Oscar. Moses Oscar. Cleveland. Oscar. Moses Messina. Moses- yeah. um,
2: Nate Dogg Messina. Uh, he had just died. Um, so they're like, hey, wait, hey, let's get a picture. Wait, who's missing? He's like, Joe Messina or whatever it was. Uh, uh, it was heartbreaking. And then uh, the other guy's like, oh, I know that's right. It was heartbreaking. Wow. Um, Clint Eastwood? A couple oh, yeah. weeks ago, that yeah, was yeah. that was an honor. Shake his hands. You weren't, hand. you weren't um, starstruck at all. Yeah. Of course,
1: I was. No. no, but you didn't. You didn't say you're white. I'm white. Yeah, right? we're both white. We're both lanky.
0: <laughs> and you waved with a straight. Josie far. Wales.
1: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> I saw you naked and play Misty for me. Uh,
2: oh, oh, that's um, right. How's uh, uh? What's the chimpanzee's name? The wall just went down again.
0: Oh, uh, Clyde! How's Clyde? <laughs> <laughs> I never right saw that. Turn, movie. Clyde.
1: Uh, <laughs> I was at a party once and I saw Ted Ramey, and I had a little freak out. And you know, Ted Ramey is Sam Ramey's brother. This is like right. in the early '90s. Wow. I talked
2: to him at the Cat and Fiddle briefly. Uh, Ted? Yeah. When I was yeah. working there.
1: Yeah, that's so funny. And so, uh, and you know, he, he's. Known for being in his brother's movies. Right. But being very good in them. Being very good in them. Uh, He was in um, um, a movie called Pyromaniac's Love Story, I think. Um, But anyway. And he was
2: on that Sequest TV show. Oh, was he? Or C something. And uh, and I was just like, I was
1: with Dan. I was like.
2: Dan, that's Dan baby, That's Dan baby. And Dan's like, what
1: the fuck is wrong with you? And, uh, yeah, I wish Dan were here to, to corroborate that because he would, I'm sure, say something. I saw Helen Mirren
2: downtown. That was exciting. She's nice. actually pretty hot.
1: <laughs> oh, yeah, totally. You know, she's She lives here, in, right? In Beverly Hills or something? Yeah. Leslie, Niels, Leslie
2: Nielsen was great all right oh, all man. right great so, but th- none of those people were your idols except for me i don't know who my idols. idols might be i mean I, I i've semi-idolized or or have considered them heroes of mine some teachers and stuff like that yeah Ugh. but i don't know i mean i guess i'd
0: flip out if i saw harrison ford right han solo yeah
2: and Indy. Indy?
0: yeah fuck uh, yeah. i got a zucker indie. one of the zuckers signed my uh kentucky fried movie oh that's nice DVD. um this right. requires total
2: concentration.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh, you'll God, miss I all that movie.
2: heavenly glory. <laughs> uh,
1: all right. This next one's from Yako. Hello, Murps. I wanted to let you know that the short film I'm working on as a writer has gotten in a bit of a turmoil. Director, ah, welcome to Hollywood. The director and the lead actress are not having great chemistry, understatement.
2: And now it's decided... Um, Wait, they already don't have good chemistry and it's not even written yet? No, no. Mm. He wrote it. He wrote uh, I thought it was in the process of being written. Oh, I don't know. Yeah, so it's being rewritten. And now
1: it's decided to do something different with the change cast in a new story. In my opinion, it will be better, but it means a lot of extra work since stuff has to be rewritten. Have you ever been in a situation where that has happened? Guess you have, so tell us about it. Greetings, Yako from the Netherlands.
2: I've never done anything that didn't need to be rewritten. <laughs> yeah. uh, there's,
1: there's always a... But what about like recasting turmoil, stuff like that? Hmm. I got fired from a commercial for being too fat.
2: Oh yeah, I remember that. Yep.
0: Fat sucks. Yep. Chubbs. Got, why did they uh, hire me in the first place? That that was what irked me. First screenplay I ever co wrote or script I ever co wrote was we hired a producer, uh producer slash director, uh Sandy, I'm not even gonna say her last name. Bitch. Um <laughs> Uh, but we didn't know. Uh, we, being myself and my partner at the time, my my buddy, we were uh, we worked for that label. It was when we were at that label still, uh, that same time frame. We wrote this script, amazing script. We got backing and and all that. But what we were green. We didn't know we were noobs. We didn't know about the writers' guild and <laughs> you know protecting yourself. All right. Uh, this director slash producer took our shit and. Ironically enough, here's where it all comes back around. Seven degrees of, uh, Edward James Almost. <laughs> she took it to Almost's, uh, production company and said, so the co-writer's it. Mexican and so are you. Yep. No, she, yeah. <laughs> no, she, uh, she took credit for it. She, she revised it, made a few changes here and there so that we couldn't, I guess, so that we you couldn't claim it. have any claim to it. And she sold it to him <laughs> and it became a, a straight to DVD movie.
2: Hmm. Ugh.
0: <laughs> yeah. That's bullshit. Shitty. There's Uh, always, as far as like recasting
2: and and rewriting, there's always a, or usually, um, no matter how much prep you do, there's a a gap between what's on the page and then executing it in real life. Yeah. Um, And you have to be really careful. Every decision you make along the way, especially as a director or whoever's vision the project is, every small decision you make along the way. Could end up being a huge decision. That means casting, yeah, uh, on set, like telling someone to play it really, play it, play it really light, and then you're in the editing room and you're like, well, I've just completely changed the story, yeah, <laughs> because of one small direction that I gave on the first day, Ugh. and I didn't realize how much it undermines everything else I everything thought else. I was doing, yeah, yeah. I mean, you know. So then you have to cut people out because it just you, you 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 misdirected them or you didn't get the right coverage. You did you don't have enough footage to work with to make the scene. Re- to, to communicate the scene visually,
1: it's yeah. like what Robert Zemeckis had to do on on Back to the Future. You know, after shooting a month with Eric Stoltz, he yeah. had to oh, fire right. him and then recast in recast with Michael J. Fox, and that's a really tough decision of being uh, invested and like you know, it, that's millions and millions of dollars that yeah. he basically was begging
0: Universal to to you know yeah. give him. To, to, Give them a another flushed shot.
1: The, yeah, flushed yeah. down the toilet.
0: Yeah, because <clears throat> there was no... The, for you filmmakers of, of today uh, and aspiring filmmakers, it wasn't digital. You couldn't right. just go back. Yeah, you know what? We'll just delete that. Yeah. Well, no, they burned film. And, and film uh, is was is and was expensive. Yeah. I, worked on a,
1: I was working on a movie where we were casting at Fox. And um, we, there was another movie that was... Uh, already had started production they had gone eight days in production. Uh, it was called um, far from home and it's it was based on this uh children 's book called yellow dog it 's about a boy who gets lost in in the woods with his dog yeah and eight days in they' were like this ten year old boy we cast is terrible <laughs> or i don 't know what the fi was terrible, but they for whatever reason they he had to recast yeah. him and just I mean it's one reason why I would never have my kid be an actor. I mean just imagine what that crushed question. him probably. He, <laughs> he got Jake Lloyded on that one.
2: Yeah. because like, I <laughs> no, don't know. Think- Jake Lloyd got to actually make the fucking movie.
1: Uh yeah, but he he got
2: uh Sort of
1: bullied out of the business, you yeah. know, yeah. and uh, and eventually they they brought in a twelve year old because I think they just wanted someone who's a little more, a little more mature, yeah. And they could and they could brought in Jesse Bradford, and it was a good movie, and, and he was excellent in it, and, uh, and so it was the
2: right decision. But boy, that's just make the right um, decision earlier, yeah, and, and so also you don't crush people along and, the way,
1: <laughs> yeah, exactly. Right. And no, but you you know, certain it's just like a relationship. You don't know how well it's going to work until you, yeah. like, you know, put things out there. And then and also you know, a
2: lot of it, you know, and that's, that's assuming everything is going forward and you do have some say. I, I was a casting intern for a pilot, I think it was called Day Zero or Day One, and it was... Might have been some, of the, some someone tangentially associated with Lost. Anyways, someone who had a track record in TV, and we cast it, and you know, the, the people had to come come in and come back for callbacks, and then test for the network, and blah blah blah, and they ended up getting the job for this huge sci-fi pilot that was going to be the next Lost. Never got shot. Uh, it's a bummer. And never even got shot. They had to pay the casting directors all these actors. Right. Like, I booked this pilot. I booked this pilot. It's oh, like yeah. nearly guaranteed to go to series because it's got these huge names right, attached, right. and they never even shot the fucking thing. So you, you know, five five auditions and and testing for the network, and you get the job, and you all that work and effort you put in, you don't even get paid. You, yeah, you don't get it, to you don't get to perform. You don't get paid. It is
1: soul crushing, and but it's also the process, and you know for other filmmakers and yako like that's you just that's the grind you have to do that's the gig yeah and
2: and that's i'll tell you guys right now i should be celebrating because i found out this morning i got a part in a movie that's shooting in cleveland what um and i should be really excited i mean it's a it's a it's a local hire which means but you can uh, stay with your brother yeah but i the the cost of the flight will be uh, up will probably barely be offset by the by my price for being in the movie right but
1: so for those you don't know if you're not a local hire by union
2: laws they have to fly you out first class and then mm-hmm. so um but if you're was, a local hire it means it's it's on your dime to get there, right. and, and, to live and, there and, and to live there and put yourself up I, and i was looking for an excuse to go home anyhow so it, it's all working out but uh you know i got sent I got sent sides, said, put yourself on tape. I did three versions of this one character. I got sent eight pages of sides for another character, put all eight pages down on tape. That's getting off book, you know, doing all the work and then taping it and then editing it and sending it off. Then I got a redirect. So I went back and did another taping session. And then I got sent a new character. So I did, and there was another four pages. So I, I had to learn that and. You know, get off book, do the performance, get in the costume, get the cameraman, inconvenience your friends by asking for the favor, email that off. And then I got sent another, like a fifth character and another eight pages of sides that I spent hours getting off book on and preparing. And then I got an email saying, actually, don't don't bother sending us that character. We like you for this other guy. And it's it's like two lines and I'm going to lose money. And it's like, oh. and I, it was an immense amount of effort. Is it a good movie? And it's, not, I don't know, I don't have the script. I only got sent the scripts. The, it the, sounds
1: the, like you got like every part of the script,
2: right? <laughs> you piece it together. You just mostly um, get in. Yeah, I don't feel like doing that work. Yeah, um, I've already worked yeah, way yeah, too exactly. hard. And you know what? They, they still need producer approval. The director's like, yes, I like him for this part. They still need producer approval. It could still not happen. Wow. And it's like all of that immense effort, and I will lose money to maybe have two lines that may or may not even make it. Maybe, Why are we in this you know, business? I have no idea. All right, next email is a
1: is a sound one. I'm, oh. I'm, all right. All right. Gotcha. Good morning,
3: Merps. Today at the cinema, I saw two films, Romeo and Juliet and The Fifth Estate.
0: Romeo and Juliet had some very good performances from Paul Giamatti and Damien Lewis in particular, and certain key scenes were staged very well, like the balcony scene and the death scene. I'm not sure it would be worth seeing at the cinema, but it would certainly be worth catching on home
2: video. Fifth Estate managed to make people sitting in front of laptops look reasonably exciting. How much you
0: want to see the film might vary on your feelings for Julian Assange and your thoughts about WikiLeaks and its roles in certain government scandals. Though should Emily go, she may want to take one of Steve's adult diapers, for you have Benedict Cumberbatch saying the words Call of Cthulhu, and I fear the cinema may be drowned. Regards, Darren from Wolverhampton. P.S. Have a great Tuesday.
2: Ah, oh, thank you Darren. <laughs> <laughs> um, Bigoted, come and snatch!
0: Oh yeah, yeah.
2: That's the that's the name. That's the
1: name. Uh, I don't know if that that was a question, but
0: uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was got lost in there? his accent. Yeah, that yeah. was I, like a I was just taken away. Girl. Girl. Yeah. I don't, on, on, a, on a little
2: journey, a little <laughs> yeah. emotional journey.
0: What oh. if he's like that uh, character in something about Mary, the 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 pizza guy? I forget. Mary? you shouldn't see him marry he's he's terrible yeah man i'm fucking i love mary man. he doesn't even have an accent <laughs> that's that would be
1: not surprising it's yeah. darren from calabasas yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know which is also known as wolf
2: Amsterdam. d <laughs> uh,
1: yeah i don't think i'll see either of those movies uh but spoiler alert they they Someone dies in the end of Romeo and Juliet. <laughs> yeah,
2: spoiler alert! I think
0: both Romeo and Juliet yeah. Of, yeah. yeah it's still, someone. Um, right. I like the Leonardo. Wasn't Leonardo? Didn't they? Juliet? That was Romeo plus Juliet. Yeah, yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Get it right. Um, yeah, that, and Jesse was Bradford this, was this that
2: Romeo ampersand Juliet. Uh, yes, that's yeah. Ampersand, Exactly, <laughs> Romeo divided by Juliet. Uh,
1: yeah, there's which so many much good what movies happened. out there. We've got you know twelve years a slave, which I'm you know, the Steve McQueen movie that uh, looks has yeah. been getting great reviews. Captain Phillips, I haven't yet seen.
0: And then um, that's interesting. Too. Look yeah, at I me. I want to see. Look at one. me. I'm the captain now. i remember that story though i remember seeing that story yeah
1: there's been some backlash from the crew members on the internet you know yeah yeah saying he wasn't that great a captain (laughs) (laughs) Uh, of course and then the redford movie all is lost uh which you know is
2: never even heard about that one
1: it's where he he plays uh it's just him on a boat that has been stuck that you know is, hmm. uh, and just him surviving. It's a
2: survival story. So it's like a less exciting lifeboat. like of life of white pie. Yeah,
1: <laughs> <laughs> life of lemon meringue pie. <laughs> um, yeah, but you know it's gotten kind of good reviews, <laughs> and I like Robert Redford. Who doesn't like Robert Redford? Yeah, uh, he's better when he's teamed with Paul Newman. And there's the adventures in the sin bin, which is not about us at all, <laughs> because we don't have adventures. We have like that's we also one thing. don't have been, a sin bin anymore. I know we don't have a no. sunden but we do have a Tumblr! We have a Tumblr! That's tuesday's morning. Tuesday's morning. tumbler.com. Uh yeah, I've realized like I need to get out of the house to have adventures. So yeah. I don't and I never <laughs> leave the house. So I need to <laughs> fix that. Do you do you have any ideas? Do I have to get stung by a stingray? Is that enough of <laughs> an well, adventure has its uh,
2: price, Marty. Oh, <laughs> um, I'm going to go to this movie if you want. There's an outdoor screening of Ghostbusters, which I haven't seen since oh. it was in the theater. and of October, Supernatural Saturdays, uh, Ghostbusters with um, uh, there's uh, food live truck. bands and food trucks. Oh, wow. At Pasadena City Hall. That's adventurous. Uh, Fridays, there's a punky reggae party every Friday night at uh, La Sita. My problem bar. is I'm that I'm going to go dancing when my foot heals. Oh, oh. poor
1: Belle. I'll pee on your foot. <laughs>
2: I'm good. <Yeah. laughs>
1: See, I, like, wait. I the, the my instinct
2: is like, alright, I've already seen Ghostbusters and I hate reggae. It's not about Ghostbusters. And <laughs> exactly. It's a funky reggae exactly dance. There's ska, there's there might be girls. I only I'm only do this stuff in the hopes of meeting a true love. Yeah. I don't even need true
0: love. I just need temporary. I've decided that I do. Aww. I wonder if Oingo Boingo is playing anywhere this year. Do they still play together? I don't think so. They I do because
2: the drummer from the Greg Felden band, in which I play bass, uh, auditioned to be. Wait, was it Oingo Boingo? Who did, I want candy. That's no, that is bow, bow, bow. Yeah, that's bow wow wow. Yeah, that's who you auditioned. Uh, Never mind.
0: Because I want to go to, I, it's a dead man's party. And they I, used to play, play every like, Halloween. Halloween, yeah. yeah. I, wanna, I just want to hear that live once on Halloween. I'm no, a good, like Bucket Danny Elfman's
1: up in his mansion, you know. Yeah, he's just true. like playing around with Pro Tools and making zillions of dollars.
0: Well, then at least, if nothing else, <laughs> Nerds! I was just oh, gonna say, is that, is that fucking Revenge of the Nerds? Yeah, it was, the, for those of if that you didn't see, old me yeah, I was James miming, was there doing you
2: go.
1: the electric <laughs> electric violinist. That was me, by the way, or it was that John was. Cho. That
2: was me or John Cho. That, was, that was one of them. Little old me,
0: Lamont, oh, A sexy girlfriend.
2: <laughs> I, I, the Pogue's That was mine. the Pogues yeah. cover band that I used to play in. Does a, a big Halloween show every year, and they do a group costume. And one year they were all Ghostbusters, and one guy was Slimer, and one guy was the oh, m- wow. Stay Puft Marshmallow Man. One year they were all Muppets, Electric Mayhem, and one year they went as as the Revenge of the Nerds
0: band. Uh, actually, oh, that's really cool. The Pogues.
2: So there's actually a fiddle player, yeah. and oh, right. they covered that tune.
0: Speaking of which, rest in peace, uh, Philip Chevron. Philip yeah. Yeah. Chevron. Yeah. Who that? Guitarist for the Pogues. Pogues.
1: Uh, oh, that's right. Yeah.
2: A man yeah. you don't meet every day.
1: He's only fifty six
2: or something like that. That's pretty yeah. damn young. His cancer came back,
1: and it, it's crazy that the. That he would, out, or that He'd Shane McGowan would be the first to go. That yeah. Shane yeah, outlived unbelievable. him. Unbelievable. He did have some pretty. Well,
0: Keith good Richards probably will outlive oh, no all of us. I no think kidding. he's preserved well.
1: Um. <laughs> all right, so I think we're going to start wrapping up here a little early. Sure. So if you have any ideas for you, for adventures, let me know. Like, do people do meet-up?
2: So you don't you don't want to come to the movie then? It's not about Ghostbusters. It's about. Food trucks and people and things outdoors, outdoors, right? You can oh, set Jesus. up your hibachi or whatever. Yeah, you can go full Grandpa Marty. <laughs> okay,
0: when is it? Saturday, I think. All
2: right. Well, yeah. we'll see. Oh, am I doing something? I so? might
0: even make a, a, some some Bitcoin out there. oh yeah, uh, my set up next from... to the trucks. All right, <laughs> we'll see. We'll see if I can get my Bitcoin
1: account in uh, in order <laughs> and my hibachi grill cleaned. Uh, all right, I'm going
2: to try to have an adventure before. before. Uh, uh, I'm going to go to a bar on Sunday and hit on a bartender if you want to come with me. Which bar? I'd rather not say. Oh,
1: well, how am I supposed to know where to go?
2: I can tell you off the air. Just tell me now. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to keep my private life private. Uh, why? What's, uh, what's going on in
1: your private life that is worth being so private about? Well, that would be discussing my private life, wouldn't it? Oh, there's nothing going on. He's just, I know he's am tired saying, of everyone knowing
2: it. <laughs> oh. All right, people.
1: So, by the way, thank you guys for listening. If you're downloading it, you know that's great. Let us know that you're listening. Tweet at us uh, Nooner at Nooner Dan Marty yes. Podcast at gmail.com. We all individually tweet. Yes. Uh, you can find us because you know how the you have the internet. So you know how yeah, to use it. Right. So fucking find it.
0: Um, you lazy we, teenage fuck. We're archiving now on Ustream. So oh. if you missed uh, the live uh, viewing of this, you I, can always go back and, and watch And you can it. see James's interpretive dance that he did last
1: yes. week, you know, honoring, <laughs> oh, right. honoring gravity. Yes. Uh, and, um, you know, every week I feel like somehow we're sneaking through the system. Like, I feel like at any yeah. time, like, Kevin's gonna burst through the door and be like what the fuck are you guys <laughs> what doing? What are you
0: guys doing? Wait, I
1: have I have, have my name is inst- on this. Brand
0: integrity here. Yeah.
1: <laughs> you guys are pissing over the SMODCO brand name, and I don't know why I haven't <laughs> caught on to this earlier. And so for keeping us I hit- think
2: he's gonna come through and congratulate us on doing such fine work I think so, so consistent. So. I think we should get
0: you guys tweet in to Kevin. I, I think should, we should. love
1: us or hate us. Yeah. Just love let, us let them or know. Hate us. Let them know what do you think of I us. I think
0: we should get the next TV show. Ming and, 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 the gang, they got their, uh, comic book men show. I think we should do, uh. Yeah. We uh, got
1: stingrays and interpretive yeah, yeah. dance. What do
2: they got, got? All kinds of stuff going on. Yeah. yeah.
0: Yeah.
1: So thank you guys for your support. Leave, uh, all your feedback is appreciated here, email, Twitter, Ustream. Let's just Ustream, but. You know, people are, do chat on it.
2: Yeah, uh, I like Ustream.
1: And iTunes. Oh, I love the Ustream. I just, it's just one more thing to read. And, uh, it's it's, right. <laughs> yeah. So thank you. And reading is hard. We will see you <laughs> next Tuesday.
0: Next Tuesday.
3: Tip that Time to tip that box. Time to tip that box. Hit that fuck! Hit that Oh, yeah, oh, yeah,
0: oh, yeah, oh, that oh, yeah, oh, yeah, oh, yeah, oh,